0: Welcome back into the Verified Christian Podcast. We're so glad that you have come our way and tuned in in this episode. I have Jonathan here with me and we're going to be looking at the first four verses of James 1, verses 1 through 4. And this is something that's been um, on our hearts that's very heavy because we're both um, striving to put our best foot forward. We have some things that we're having to deal with, but we take comfort in these passages And we read there in James 1, beginning in verse 1, it says, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes who are dispersed abroad, greetings. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Now, Jonathan, I don't know about you, but... The first thing that I think about when I'm going through something that's hard, that's bothersome, I don't put joy as the first thing that comes to top of my head.
1: And not naturally, it seems as if like James wants us to see that, uh, wants them to see in in the first century glasses. If we put those first century glasses on and as if we were stepping into their sandals and see. Uh, what he's trying to say, even in the midst of that persecution, he wanted them to be happy about it. That's just something that we don't necessarily relate to happiness.
0: Right, and I think it's important to know that James was written to Christians. I mean, the Christians in the first century, they were dealing with heavy persecution. I mean, not only from the the Roman Empire, but also from other you know Jewish people in the, at the time. But, I mean, this is just good to start off this book as, to this epistle to general Christians, you know, because they would have been very familiar with persecution and trials, more so than we, and and even in America today. But we can see that even Christians in the New Testament needed to hear this, and this is also comforting for us to know as well.
1: Right, and I find it also interesting that James is writing this as it um, says a servant of God, and uh, the, the popular opinion about the one who wrote this uh, book is the brother of Jesus, and who was also he was a skeptic uh, at, until after the resurrection, and he became a believer, and it was confirmed uh, in in his heart that Jesus was the Messiah after the resurrection, but his own brother um was a skeptic of, until after that but now he calls himself a bondservant or a servant a slave of god uh and then he you know of course he writes to these other christians who were serving the lord and tells them hey in the midst of your hard time in the midst of your trial, be happy and count it to boy
0: yeah i'm glad you brought up servant because servant implies a few things one of them being obedience um, another one being humility and also loyalty those three things go together when we think about a servant we have a master and that master is Jesus and we are serving him he is the one that we're following and those three things when we think about a servant implies obedience and implies humbling ourselves and also being loyal to him because we you know we read in other verses like James 4 verse 4 if we are a friend with the world we're an enemy of God so and we read in Matthew, or rather in the Sermon on the Mount, that Jesus told us no man can serve two masters. So when we think about it, that servant implies that we have a master, uh, that we need to be humble to uh, serve him, to be loyal and also obedient.
1: That's right. If we will keep that mindset as Christians uh, to to be obedient to be humble to be submissive to the will of God to uh, watch out for what his expectations are and count it joy when we fall into hard times because of the fact that we are living our lives as Christian and then I, I think wholeheartedly what James is saying here is that hey it's going to turn you into who God wants you to be anyway that verse three it says for you know the taking of your faith in the ESV, it says, The testing of your faith produces steadfastness. It it produces endurance. And so we're going to become who God wants us to be when we will just end the test.
0: Right. Um, You know, and we see in verse 1, he's talking to those those 12 tribes who are dispersed abroad. So this time they were scattered abroad, most likely due to persecution. And then in verse 2, again, we looked at, "...consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and we should take great gladness knowing that when we deal with things not only is I mean it's uncomfortable but we should also count it as a joyous occasion because this is another opportunity for me to grow stronger in my faith and I've personally took comfort in knowing that as well
1: yeah man uh, you know it's it's all a part of God molding us into who uh, we're supposed to be he is the potter, right? I'm not the potter. He's, I'm just the clay, and it's his job. Uh, and, of course, that's what the potter's job is to do, is to mold the clay. And so if I'm the clay, he's the potter, then I'm going to be shaped uh, by the things that I go through, by the hardships that maybe I walk, uh, walk in. But in the midst of that, I can be happy because it's turning me into who
0: God needs for me to be, uh, no matter what. That's right. Um, I think it's important to know that these things, those various trials, many different kinds of trials. That that word "divers" there, if you're in the King James version, means various kinds of trials and temptations. And I'm reminded of the Apostle Paul, and all the things that he had to go through, and you know some of the things that will never even touch to him in the garment of for what he had to go with or go through with. um, we read in Philippians chapter four, beginning in verse ten, where he talks about, you know, his experience of, of being a Christian. He says, "This developed patience. This developed, um, I've learned through my long experience to be content. You know, whatever come what may, I'm going to be content to being faithful to God." And that's what the point he was making there. You can go back and read that for your study. It's a very, um, encouraging, uh, scripture
1: there. Yeah, well, Philippians two and that same letter that he wrote. Uh to Philippi, he, he says, even if I'm poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I'm glad and rejoice with you all. Like, And no matter what happens, no matter what comes, uh, even if the worst thing I could think of actually takes place and I become a physical sacrifice for the Lord, then so be it. Um, we know that uh, those who were followers of Christ, especially in the first century, suffered persecution and even up to death um one of the things that we can understand though is that there's a rule for persecution you and i don't suffer the same persecution that they did back in the first century but we will be rewarded as well if we will stand the test just as they did um in romans chapter 8 he said uh paul writes to the church at rome and he says that and and verse 17 and 18 he he begins to talk about the fact that we're heirs of God he says we're heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ um, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him part of what makes us heirs with Christ part of what makes us children of God part of what makes us fellow heirs is the fact that we're going to suffer some things Right. Um, But he says in verse 18, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not even worthy to compare with the glory that will be revealed uh, uh, to us. So that's the blessing, is that God is ultimately going to provide a reward for those who stand the test. Mm, I think that's also, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I was just finishing the thought there. Uh, In James chapter 1 and verse 4 It says let steadfastness have its full effect Like don't Don't forbid it You know go through it As much as you can go through That you may be complete Or perfect and complete Lacking in nothing
0: Yeah and that was the point I was going to bring up um, that, That point Let steadfastness have its full effect I mean the Christian life is hard But I think it's also important to note That it's doable Um, we have many New Testament, you know, examples of that, Paul, um, Peter, all those great, um, great men before us. And also the in the Hebrew, uh, book of Hebrews chapter 11, the faith hall of fame, all those men that had to go through trials, um, but they persevered and it just says, let, let it have its, its perfect work. It's going to be hard, but it gets easier. The more you go through it, I find myself things that I'm dealing with. When that circumstance arises a second time, I'm able to handle it better. That's right. So. The,
1: the more we grow, the more we know.
0: That's right. And, you know, 2 Timothy 3, verse 15 through 16, tells us that God provides everything uh, that we need, um, being made perfect through Christ. And sometimes being made perfect means we're going to have to deal with some things.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not always going to be cupcakes and roses. And I say that a lot when I preach. But um, when we go through the things that we go through and we come out on the other end, first of all, that's just another testimony of how God has taken care of us and where he brought us from. But it's also um, proving us to become who he needs us to be. Uh, I I truly believe that some of the things that we walked through um, were what, through, on purpose, to become better, to become more of that example that uh, he's going to need us to be. And I don't know why I might be walking through the uh, the valley that I'm walking through right now. But later, when I look back, this may be a valley that I will look back and see the providence of God within.
0: Right. Uh, we just have to keep our head up, and we have to remember that persecution only produces endurance right and i think about you guys know i'm a football fan so when i think about you know college football or whatever it may be if you have a young team that hasn't experienced a lot of game time emotional things you know whatever if it's a a turnover and i heard that you're a coach over there at georgia christian by the way that's awesome um
1: stepping into the role that's great the coach status yet
0: that's great but anyway you know you look at a college football team that's very young hasn't experienced a lot of hardship they're going to be at a less of an advantage than those who are battle-tested, um, who are veterans, who have many games under their belt. And I think about, about a Christian, you know, the the new Christian that's still on the spiritual milk instead of chewing the meat like 1 Corinthians talks about, are going to have to deal with some things. And that's, again, what Paul was talking about in Philippians 4. Through my long experience, I've learned these things. And sometimes we're just going to have to go through some things to make us complete, like James is talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, smile in the midst of your trial,
0: right? right? Hey, hey! I like that. There you go. That's great. Um, well, this concludes this podcast episode. I hope you found this encouraging. We may come back to this uh, James one again and look at some more of the text because this is practical Christian living, and James is is generally talking to Christians here that we can all um, glean from. So, thank you again for listening to the Verified Christian Podcast. Have a blessed day.